Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and I'm being very uh, NPR-ish to start off the new year. Figure will be proper to start proper. the new year. So I'm joined today by Mike Brinker. How you doing, Mike? Doing good. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, we're deaf. We're coming to you from the past and deaf. Yeah, exactly. We are coming to you from the past. Slightly in the past. But yeah, I, I screwed up the levels on the thing. and I just, uh, my ears are bleeding. <laughs> I, I don't know about you. But uh, it's rough right now. My right eye kind of shot out of its socket <laughs> a little bit. It's twitching. <laughs> anyway, so today we're just uh, taking it easy a little bit, kind of easing into the new year. And uh, what are we smoking today, Mike? Today we are smoking the Inch uh, by E.P. Carrillo. The Maduro. And this is the Maduro number 60. Ooh. You wanted to go with a big fat one to start off the year with, huh? Yeah, you know, we just had a nice meal. Uh, That's true. You know, just something to don't have to worry about this thing killing us uh, or having to light something else there for the go. show to now finish. That, you know? That's true. That's true. You know, unless it's one of those three hour. Well, I don't know. I mean, are we going to be talking about the moon today? <laughs> I don't have a lot of quotations. So okay. Okay. I won't be going as in depth as uh, Mr. Trey Mack. There you go. So, yeah, we'll probably skip the three hour sermon today. Uh, but the uh, Inch Maduro here, this is a USA broadleaf wrapper with a Ecuadorian binder and a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. All right. Well, it's time to cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at uh, Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. It's where we're broadcasting from today, actually. Yes. we got Wes sitting over there in what we call the train car. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of chilling out. It's a, it's a nice day in St. Louis, a little chilly. Um, Sun's out, though. Sun is out. But it makes it a perfect day to sit and chill in the lounge at Riverman because it's nice and warm in here. And, uh, you know, if you can get by the gauntlet of Miss Cindy making fun of you when you walk in, then, uh, you know, you're, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Although she makes fun of you if she likes you. Yeah. If she's silent, look out. If she's nice to you, you're in trouble. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but Dean's got a nice selection of cigars going in here. That's where we got the uh, EP Creo Inch, and uh, you know we're just kind of hanging out. It's a good it's a good day to hang out in the cigar shop. Yeah. So if you want to support a brick and mortar, but you're not in the St. Louis area and you want to support Dan, he does do mail orders, so you can give him a call and get some cigars shipped to you right away. Otherwise, just come on by and hang out. It's a good place to hang out. You might see us. You might. You might. It's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, and with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. Okie dokie. I am uh, looking forward to getting this going. It's the first cigar of the day. And as you said, we did have a nice lunch. Very pleasant lunch. This is my first cigar since last Friday. Dear God. Yeah. What the hell? Elderly parents suck. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Last Friday... No, you're a dirty, rotten liar. Because we went over to the cigar box on Monday. 
Okay, yeah. Christmas <laughs> messed me up. Okay, so this is my first one since Monday. Since Christmas. Okay, I was like, but still for me like, since wait Monday. A minute. No, that's true. That's, I mean, admittedly, that is that has been a little bit, you know. Um, but uh, all right, cold draw real quick. Let, let's get the cigar going, and then we can get into all that. So cold draw on the EP Creo inch here. It's uh, hmm. I want to say almost like a leathery, or maybe like a. Slight, very slight back of the throat kind of sweetness to it. But yeah, leather, kind of a leathery sweetness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm I'm ready to just smoke, so I'm just going to go with that. Anyway. I'm going to try lighting this without my glasses on, so nobody can make fun of me if I burn <laughs> halfway up the cigar. <laughs> Mr. No Depth Perception here. With these, I really like to make sure I've got a good start to it. Yeah, because, you know, when you got a a bad burn going, it, it'll haunt you for a while. But Plus, if you get the burn going good on one of these bigger mm -hmm. sticks, yeah, it makes it beautiful, which I know doesn't mean anything, but... It really looks nice when you've got a really nice, perfect ash on one of these bigger sticks. It does. It does. Appearance is uh, it's, it's part of the the equation. So, so how was your how how was your holiday? How was your Christmas? Well, I survived it. That's good. Uh, I'm pretty much just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> uh, how about yours? I know you had the little one with you. I did. It was nice. Um, you know, it's it's nice having the kiddo for Christmas and everything. We uh, did that, and he uh, he's a big fan of uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. So we had some Clifford stuff going on and all that, but it, it was a nice time. We went and saw the Christmas lights over at uh, the Gateway Racetrack there. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, guys. It's one of these productions, and I'm sure... Well, I would think you'd have them in your area because I'm pretty sure this is a company that sets up like all over the place. But you drive in and it's got the the radio station that you turn to or tune to, and you know the lights kind of dance along with the music and all that shit and everything. But I'll tell you, it was thirty bucks for the car load, mm -hmm. so there were there were four of us in the car, and I'll tell you, you know. 30 bucks, you're like, oh, man, that seems like it's kind of a bit. If but, you think about an hour or so of entertainment, But though. that's the thing. It was like 45 minutes for us to go through that that thing and, and view it all. So I was okay with it. And he was happy because after every song ended, he kind of just, like, clapped and was like, hooray. So he seemed to be really enjoying himself. So That's good. Yeah, it was nice. So yeah, You can't really do car anything for, like, eight, eight bucks a person. For an hour's no, worth of entertainment anymore. No. Oh hell, movies. I mean, are fifteen bucks a pop and everything. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not easy to find that kind of entertainment. So no. anyway, but uh, no. And then Monday, um, you and I were talking about grabbing a cigar, and, and find anything open. we went through the the motions of trying to find some place that was open, and that was a trick. Well, we did find one though. Mm-hmm. And so did a lot of other people. It did. It, it was kind of a nice conglomeration of folks. Um, so, yeah, so shout out to uh, 
the cigar box. The cigar box of uh, Valley Park, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they were the the last refuge of the damned in St. Louis, man. I mean, yeah. it was like there was nowhere else for us to go. And and the thing is, if the weather Saturday or Monday would have been as nice as it was oh, on, on Sunday, yeah. you know, Christmas Eve, oh, my God, we just would have been sitting out front here at Riverman under the little patio thing. But um, it was not. And so we had to be inside. And they were the only place that was available. I was I was surprised Top Shooters wasn't open because uh, I think they have in the past. I feel like they have in the past. But, yeah, um, yeah such is life. But anyway, um, so today uh, <laughs> I know we're kicking off uh, 2024 with a, with a bang, but uh, Mike and I were discussing my ghost situation. So for those of you who haven't sat through the three-hour-long epic yep. episode with Trey Mac yet, um, I detail... Uh, another ghostly encounter that I've been having. And uh, Mike kind of t- shared some of his uh, situations with me as well. Mm-hmm. So would you... You just want to jump on I was, Why not? We'll just jump into that. I've never, I've never had the true ghost experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine were more dream-oriented. Uh, you know, that so you're just hardcore in- dream or right as you think you're falling asleep. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, and then I also brought up, it didn't happen to me, it happened to my family at our house. Mm-hmm. And like a time slip situation, which is totally different. Than yeah, so that fascinated me. So why don't you get into that? Uh, real basic. Uh, my sister was in town, uh, and her and my mother were sitting there late, late one night, early a morning type, about 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just doing the mother-daughter thing, catching up, talking, you know how women do. And uh, out of nowhere, you know, and I was sleeping downstairs. Uh, No one else was in the house. My dad was gone out of town. And they heard me as a much, much, much younger child down the hall clearly and, you know, very pronouncedly say my sister's name, Laura. Just repeated it a couple times. Okay. They both turned. So it's like a little kid version of yeah, you. Yeah, a little like kid, like 20 call, years younger than me. Calling your sister while right. you were in a whole different room sleeping. Yes. Okay. Whole different level. Whole different level of the house. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this was coming from an old room of mine, and they both stopped what they were doing and turned and looked as if to answer, you know, thinking maybe I had snuck by them somehow and was playing a prank or doing something. And so it's not just one person no, that No, two people this. heard it. <laughs> okay. Clear as day. So that's 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 also important to know. Yes. Uh, they went to investigate to see if there was anyone down the hall or in the room. Nothing. 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 And it really messed them up for a while. My sister mm. still talks about it. Hmm. And when they told me about it, I was like, the only thing I can think of is I did that one time, way back when I was a little kid, calling out for my sister, and it just got caught up in a, a little bit time. of time. Weird Lapse. energy thing. Yeah, just yeah. a weird energy thing. Okay, okay. Little timey wimey, wibbly wobbly there. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, um, I don't know. We, you, I know you're into a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, we'll have to. Uh, you and I were talking. We'll have to have Trey Mac on. Yes. And then you guys can just go at it because you know, obviously, for those of you who did listen to the three-hour-long epic, you know that Trey Mac has quite a bit to say as well. Um, 
there's a lot of yeah. rabbit holes to go down that I would love to explore with Trey Mack. <laughs> like I had brought up to you, you better know, caution yourself. It, yeah, it, you don't want Trey Mack exploring your rabbit holes. I mean, there's there's stories out there, you know. <laughs> Luckily, we'll be doing this via Zoom. There so. you go. There you go. But uh, there's a lot that we can talk about. You know, we can uh, also smoke cigars, but you know, maybe like I talked about making it a once maybe monthly show where I like we it. pick a topic and just go crazy on stuff. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, well, there we go. Well, that's fun. Um, otherwise, you know, I'll be honest. It's been nice having some time to just kind of decompress and take it easy. I've spent some time up here at Riverman hanging out with Miss Cindy mm-hmm. um, this week just because, you know, there really hasn't been as much going on. And the weather and hasn't been great. The weather has, it's, it, it well, it could no, have, could have it, been a it lot It could have worse. been a lot worse, but it could have been a lot better, too. It's, yeah. uh, like, there's been some days where it's been cloudy and shitty and rainy and whatnot. But there's also been some days that have been sunny, like today, but it's just cool, you yeah. know? So I just... My well, prob- we had three days of snow. Luckily, it just never got below freezing, so none Thank of Thank God, yes. Um, and it was all, like, overnight and shit, too, uh-huh. so... There we go. I had a little spot. You know how sometimes when you light a cigar, you got that one little spot mm-hmm. that just, for whatever reason, just doesn't want to catch? Yeah. And you just got to kind of get past that. Yeah, I ain't had that. So now we're doing better. Now we're doing better on this. What do you think of um, it so far on the first light? You know, it's nice. And it's it's not... Um, I, it was funny. When we were picking out cigars, I asked Mike, what do you want to smoke? And you said that you wanted to smoke something strong and, you know, kind of kick you in the gut and whatever. And, uh, and This is not as strong as I thought it was going to be. This isn't. I was, a Maduro, I was just about to say, a, this is you know, nice. This is, I'd say... I'd say upper medium. Oh, I don't even know about upper. I'd just go. Straight I think medium. by the time it gets into it, maybe by the time it gets down to it. I but th- from what I can, from what I'm getting right now, and it, look at this burn line. I mean, that's a really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mine took off good, uh, but it's just got that Yours feeling is that a little it bit. is going to. But I will to. say, even with mine having the weird spot that didn't burn, and I've been having to touch it up and everything, it's it's caught up. It's right. doing all right. I mean, my ash is a little funky looking, but. Again, that all goes back to my initial issue, but but I think we're okay. gonna. S- I think we'll find that it's gonna get stronger throughout. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see what that last third is really hitting like. You know, and it's one of those things. It's nice for me to smoke this one because with EP Creo, a lot of times I always go to the pledge, the encore, the the, the the kind of the higher level ones from his line, you know, and everything. And I always forget that you know I I've smoked the inch before. I like the inch, mm-hmm. and then. Um, What's the other one? It was the... The, the white box the, one? The Dusk. Okay. Have you ever had that? No. That one's really good. I don't know if Dan's got that in there or not. I didn't um, see it, but I might have missed it. It's a blue... It's like a darker blue band. Okay. And, uh... Fuck, for all I know, they don't even make it anymore. <laughs> it's been a while since I had it. But, um... Yeah, The, I, the Dusk not, is a really good one. I'm not much for the bigger ring gauges, but the 60-inch... Yeah, inch or sixty ring gauge inch uh, is one I will enjoy here from time to time. Just because one, it's a good long smoking stick. I mean, you're in for a good hour plus on this, easy. What is that? What is that? Five and seven, five, five and seven eighths, five and by, seven eighths by, by 60. sixty. Yeah. So very cool. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, but it's nice because uh, what I, my point I was getting at is that it's nice to smoke something other than the pledge, the encore, the allegiance, and all that because you know it, it's it's a nice reminder that EPC makes some cigars that are a little lower in price point, mm-hmm. but are still very, very good. Oh yeah, you know. Yes. Um, you don't have to. Not that I'm criticizing the the others, but like. Sometimes you don't have eighteen dollars you want to spend right exactly. now. Exactly. Especially right after you Christmas know, and all exactly. that. Exactly. So you get a nice, really good cigar for a more affordable price point. I think that's really important. And I think that's gonna be more important. It was important in twenty twenty three. I think it's gonna be really important in twenty twenty three. Prices aren't going down. No, no. If you've been reading, everyone is jacking their prices. Probably around five percent mm-hmm. from what I've read each. I haven't seen anybody over five percent. No. And haven't really seen anybody below 5%. And I haven't seen anybody, like, put out a, like, holding. hey, our prices are holding steady or no. or even, God forbid, going down. No. You know, heaven yeah. forbid anybody actually lower prices. But Why do that? Yeah, I know. know. So, no, we're not we're not going to see any of that going on. But, no. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, you're right. Price point's going to be important coming into this year. Um, what else in 24 do you think we're going to see? You have any predictions? Any thoughts? Any advancements? I know, uh, you know. There's talk of the whole uh, Padron Fuente collaboration, you know, for this year. Um, I kind of take a. Uh, we'll see. Th- well, we're not gonna ever see it. Let's put it that way. First of all, I, you know. You know one. Thing, it's gonna be so rare. Nobody in this area is gonna get it. One thing I see for 2024 is. Maybe a renaissance of PCA show. Yeah. With the big boys all jumping back in. Everyone's come together. We're a few years past COVID now. Yeah. Uh, the FDA shit has kind of settled to a bit to where you're going to start ramping up. You know, we may not see it this show because, you know, maybe, you know, it takes time to develop this Yeah, stuff. I was going to say, I think. But you're going to see rumors. You're going to hear about, you know, you may see even mock-up of boxes or mm. brands coming out or new lines that they're going to start promoting that they've, you know, started going hardcore in on this pack past October to where maybe a year from <coughs> now they're ready to release. Ah, Because, you know, things are going to have to release a lot earlier next year for 2025 with the show being in New Orleans oh, earlier. The retro hail? Rough. It's 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 spicy, dude. It's spicy. <laughs> I am not getting the spice. Oh, I wasn't. But I cannot retro. Hit, I wasn't, so. but I was thinking like I was like, okay, you know, <coughs> the smoking experience on this has been really nice. I'm sure the retro. I'm, I'm feeling like maybe the retro hail is going to be. Oh my, that's that's a wake up call. Boy, that just kicked me right in the nuts. Um. That's yeah. why I'm thinking by the final third we may really get a lot more. Yeah, there's more to this guy <laughs> than than I was thinking. Um, no, I think you're. I I I I do wonder if the shortened calendar between PCA 23 and PCA 24, taking it from July to March, you know, I'm sure that's. I I've talked to some manufacturers on the show. I mean, there it's it's shortened up their calendar for getting new product ready and everything. So. Are we going to see as much new product this year at PCA? Maybe not, but I do think uh, in 25 we'll probably see 
more um, new product unveiled. Probably a lot of new product because they'll have uh, you know a little extra time if they delayed it this year. You know what I mean? I think you're going to um, see, like I was saying, I think they'll have box like a box. Yeah, mock-ups. That are going to ship probably October or December. That could be. I think that's what you might start seeing now is we're not going to have the sticks there for you to try and smoke. We're going to show them to you, describe them to you, but they're going to come out just before next year's show. What I do agree with Jan, and I do think is important for PCA as a show, I think that this is an opportunity for them to really like create that like kumbaya kind of everybody coming back together, together kind of mindset. You know, the big guys are coming back into the show. You know, hey, we've missed you. Good to have you back. Um, retailers, you know, coming to the show. It's like, hey, we value you. We want you to come. You know, let, it's nice to see you again. You know, that kind of thing. And I, this is an opportunity, I think, for them to really, like, plant their flag in the ground and say, you know what, we're fine with – you know, TP, we're fine with these others, but but this is the trade show you have to come to. And I think you're going to start seeing more. Well, coming from the purchasing side, a lot of people don't go to the show anymore just because you don't have to to get the show deals. Mm-hmm. But now you're starting to see more and more exclusive show buys. Yeah, You can't get this cigar unless you're at the show. And I think a lot more are going to come and say, you know what? If we want the people to come out here and actually show up, we're going to have to do that more. Yeah. Special editions that you can only purchase in person at the show, no exceptions. Uh, it'll be interesting to see um, not so much this one, although does this one coincide with March Madness out in Vegas? I don't know. I feel like it might. Hang on. Hang on. Because I forget but, the dates. Um. I know 2025 is New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, New Orleans is 25. Um, but uh, it's March 22nd through the 25th at the Venetian. Yeah, so you're going to be into either the first or second rounds, which means you need to get your hotel booked now. <laughs> if you already have if it. If you already have it. Uh because that's going to be ugly. Oh, dude, March Madness starts Tuesday, March 19th, 2024. So three days before PCA, March Madness starts. So that first weekend of March Madness. Which is the biggest betting because there's more games to bet on. Yeah. So that first weekend of March Madness is also the same time as PCA out in Vegas. That's going to be tough. That's going to be a wild place to be. Yeah. I, I don't know. That just, yeah. And then, you know, in 25, uh, I know I've talked about it on the show, you know, the trade show coincides with the dates of the uh, Jazz Fest or uh, something, isn't it's it? It's French Quarter Festival. French Quarter Festival. Which is the second largest festival in New Orleans behind Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're looking at PCA uh, in 25 in, in New Orleans, you're probably going to want to get on the hotel room situation as soon as you can. Especially, you know, with a hotel room, you can always cancel. Oh, totally. Well, you know, it's not that. Don't push it. 48 hours right out, but i you mean know, you know but, like, yeah. let's say something changes and they decide not to go to new orleans mm-hmm. in 25 you can cancel it you know but uh yeah 
yeah, the sooner so. you can book your room or if you need a rental car or anything. I haven't secured up PCA for this year yet. I'm still kind of like waffling about going to that. Not not that I don't want to. It's mostly just due to um, with it being over a weekend like that, mm-hmm. um, prices are always higher on hotel rooms and flights and all kinds of other stuff. Oh, yeah. And so that that's the only thing. With that's the nice thing with TP is doing it during the week like that. You can generally get in and out of that show for pretty cheap. Right. Um, like if you fly in on a Tuesday and out on a Thursday or Friday, you can do well. Oh, totally. You know. Yeah. yeah. They want you there then. It's yeah. Because like, it's the dead time. Mm-hmm. Um. So no. So I I am all booked up for TP. That'll be. Uh, the Soon. End, the end of January. I was gonna say I fly out to Vegas on the thirtieth. And uh, anyway, um, so no, so we'll, I'll have stuff on the show about that this sh- coming up later this month, well, probably beginning of next month. Um, and uh, you know, it's it. it I, I'm going to be very curious to see how that show is impacted by um, PCA because a lot know. of the big guys that had left PCA were really pumping in there. Yeah. Well, and and it. Also, there was a six-month gap of time between right. the two shows, you know? You're not going to see people doing both. No. Nobody no. probably will do both. So uh, I'll be very curious to see uh, how that goes. Um, I know I've talked about that. Um, otherwise, in terms of, like, any sort of predictions for this year, you know, I I think we're going to see more stuff. I mean, there's obviously going to be a new product. I think we're going to see a continuation of, of more new product getting put out there. Um, it seemed like Sumatra was, like, the big new... 2023. You know, everybody. leaf for 23. It's like everybody was doing stuff with Sumatra. I'd love to see Cameroon be the 2024 leaf. That would be nice. Personally, I'm just a Cameroon guy. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be nice. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm curious as to where other tobaccos are going to come from like um uh maybe ecuador maybe a little ecuadorian push boy they're getting hit hard with um everything flooding uh really el, the el nino uh came in, hey, el nino we don't want your tobacco el nino yeah they the, the el nino i think really hit them pretty hard um but I think, um, I think you're going to see a lot on the battle for flavored bands. Uh, you know, now that yeah. they got, since they got the the victories against the FDA on premium cigars, they're going to try to, you know, yeah, well, nail that down. And see, it's funny you mentioned that. So Half Wheel had a little thing, and they had mentioned something about uh, the. Um, uh, flavor bans and whatnot and i guess the biden administration you know they're they're they've got some uh, some fda rules and things like that that they're looking to probably roll out and part of it is you know flavor bans in both cigars but then also cigarettes well <laughs> they flat out said that it don't all want to do in an election year they don't that the, they're nervous about doing an election year and you're thinking well, why would that matter? You know, is, is menthol it, cigarettes are popular amongst a very big bo- bingo voting a group, very of big voting group for Democrats, and you nailed it right on the head. They're not going to want to piss off that uh, specific voting block. <laughs> I don't think I need to mention um, that really do 
consume a lot of menthol cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And so, yep. um, Yeah, because it does involve menthol. That's the thing. Menthol's not exempt. I mean, it's it's part of it. Um, No, going back, uh, the we were talking about tobaccos from other regions. The the Christoph Guardrail. It's the newer cigar from Christoph Cigars. Mm -hmm. The filler tobacco is from Dominican Republic and Zimbabwe. Really, Zimbabwe. So I'm curious if we're going to see tobaccos from Africa, from more from other Africa. other regions, you know, other places that we don't normally see tobacco coming from. Well, you know, you know, and if global warming is correct, eventually some newer places are going to start having good growing seasons for tobacco, right? And others will have less. We just got to keep tracking it out, right? <laughs> eventually, <laughs> we'll be able to grow. Nicaraguan equivalents here in Missouri. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I would like that, man. They, <laughs> that that environment, I sweat. You know, it's like I don't, I don't want to get all sweaty. You know. <laughs> Plus, we don't have enough uh, volcanoes here. That's true. Well, yeah. You need that volcanic. Soil Unless that one in Yellowstone finally ever goes up. Well, if that Although happens, if that we're happens all I would say we're all dead at yeah, that point. Uh, yeah. Pretty much everything I've ever seen from like Smithsonian or anybody uh-huh. doing a. It ain't good. No. So no one comes out of that unscathed. And that's past due. Yeah. That's the scary thing. That's the thing, man. There's, like, some things that when you actually start to, like, break them down, there's some really spooky shit out there that, like, you just don't want to really even think about. It's like I'm better off just living my life in, you know, ignorant bliss or just forgetful bliss Mm -hmm. in this case. Just not concentrating on it because, yeah, that would... That'd be a bad damn day. Well, it's not like fossil fuels or anything like that. There's nothing you can do about a volcano. There's nothing no. you can do about a comet or asteroid, really. So mm-hmm. you might as well just let it go. <laughs> not even think about it. Mm. Yeah, but well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get hit by any of that. I'd, I'd like to. I, I, you know, although if I'm gonna go out, it would be a blaze of glory going out. See if Yellowstone blows. On the Smithsonian Channel version, St. Louis is right on that border where we don't die quick or nothing. We just get blanketed with, like, feet of ash and die slowly as, like, infrastructure is destroyed. Your lungs are fucked eventually, but it's not the quick death of, like, the people living closer to it that just get incinerated and whatnot. Well, that makes me feel better, Mike. I appreciate that. So, uh um... I'll be in Georgia, so we'll be. <laughs> yes. We'll just be getting the influx of everybody. We could zoom. We could just zoom. Just be like, "How's it going in St. Louis, Nick?" I'm coughing, coughing up chunks of lung. Just be like, "It's going all right. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there." <laughs> no one's bitching about cigar smoke now. Exactly. Everybody's smoking these days. Ha <laughs> ha. Wait a minute. Do I still have that? Uh, where is it? Where is it? Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, uh, well, speaking of the soundboard, let's go ahead and do this. It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villager. Villager Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villager Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. 
So there's another area we can talk about uh, predictions for this year. Is uh, I do think we're going to see. Um, I mean, obviously, it was bound to happen after the strikes ended and everything. We're going to see a lot more TV and movie, yeah, you know, stuff hitting. Um, I just saw a report actually showing that Jeremy Renner was getting ready to uh, resume filming of season three of uh, uh, Mayor Kingstown. Really? After his little... Uh, uh, it's, it, yeah, he's like finally going back on a set. I mean, set, he like was that close to Nearly a year later. Yeah, you know? I mean, he, he was very oh, close to being on that end of the all rights, By all rights, Jeremy Renner ought to be relaunching Touched by an Angel at this mm-hmm. point. Because he basically... <laughs> I mean, like, that dude, like, he's... Yeah, he... he there's a lot of ways that could have gone really, really bad, really, really quick. Yeah. So it's kind of like that uh, Chekhov from the Star Trek movies that oh, was killed by his yeah. jeep rolling back on him and yeah. crushing him. It's like, who the fuck worries about that when they're going to check the mail? You know, I mean, no, I never do. Jesus Christ! I know, but yeah, that sucks. Boy, that was a downer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we like, at least we're, he didn't die in a volcanic ash storm. You we know, we were kind of talking about this Christmas night. You know, uh, yeah. There's already a lot of trailers out for big movies coming out in 24. Mm-hmm. A bunch were even pushed out to 25 because of the strike. So really, 25. I think you're gonna see. Yeah, I mean, in terms of Marvel movies, which my God, it feels like we've had like at least four a year for the last 10 years. Um, 2024, the only Marvel movie that's going to come out is Deadpool 3. I thought that got pushed back to 25. No. All the rest of them did. But Deadpool 3, I think, is on track for, like, like July, I think. But, yeah. Like, that. that's it. We're going to get one Marvel movie next year. Yay. I you know I'm kind of okay with that. I think they that. need to hit the brakes a little bit. I think bit on that it. I think a nice little pause is a good thing. Kind of like it the gives DC a little bit expanded of... universe said, you know what, we're done. Yeah. We're gonna take a step back. Uh, this didn't work. Well, and that's what they're doing too. I mean, they're totally like hitting the brakes next year. They got to get rid of. Kang I think I think Conqueror. Joker is the only movie coming out next year from DC, um, which. Uh, that's with Lady Gaga, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the sequel. And I, I'll be honest, I don't feel as though that movie needed a sequel. And I really don't know what I think about it being a musical with Lady Gaga. So. You never know. I know. I know. You know, I, I um, was down on Heath Ledger like, what? What's what's True. What's he going to do as Joker? And then he, there's like, you know. He oh, did, oh, oh, he wow. Did, that he was did, amazing. He did, he did really well. You know, Joaquin Phoenix did really really well. I mean, so yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But um, you're going to see some mergers. Um, they were already talking about HBO or Max yeah. and Paramount Plus are looking to merge. Fuck, uh, Warner Discovery is like selling everything they possibly can sell at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's like if it's not nailed down, it's like let's you know do the like Netflix is getting a whole bunch of DC stuff to put on their you know streamer, which fine but that was the whole point it's like you know bringing your own stuff in house and making it exclusive to your thing fuck man they're going all over the place i think amazon's getting a new batman cartoon you know i mean it's like it's that sort of thing it's like they just and i don't know and everyone's still fighting over voltron <laughs> that is such a jumbled up mess i don't I think we'll ever see one in my a, lifetime an article the other day that talked about muppet babies and how you'll never see Muppet Babies on streaming because if you remember that cartoon, they would like sometimes 
like in their imagination parts, they would go into movies. And so there was like Raiders of the Lost Ark and, mm. you know, Star Wars and things of that nature and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all the things that you're naming off in this thing that are copyright issues, it's all fucking owned by Disney now. Yeah. Disney owns Star Wars. Disney owns, you know, Lucas, Lucas films. They own, they own Muppet Babies, for God's sake. I mean, like, Disney owns all this. So, like, how is this a copyright issue if Disney owns everything? But there must still be some things that are causing issues. But I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, Disney owns most of the things that are being cited as the issues. And I'm like, what's the big deal, you know? But anyway, um Speaking of Disney, in terms of things that I've watched lately, I did catch up and I did watch the four uh, Doctor Who specials that they released. The three with David Tennant Nerd. and the, the one with the newest guy, the newest Doctor. Um, you know, I Doctor Who, yes. You either love it or you hate it. Well, here's the thing. You could be like the hardcore fan that like knows all the old Doctors and has been watching you know, all the old stuff. But then in like... I don't remember what year it was. Two thousand nine, somewhere in the mid, mid to early two thousands. There, that's when uh, they kind of did that relaunch with uh, Christopher Eccleston, where they did like one season with him, and then they moved to David Tennant, and then kind of the new Doctor stuff. That's where I got into it. Mm-hmm. Was that newer Doctor stuff? I got out of it after sometime during the Matt Smith years. I didn't watch any of the old Peter Capaldi or. Um, I don't even know the lady's name when he, when the doctor turned into a lady. But then that ended, and then now they've like done these specials. And the specials are designed kind of to launch the newest doctor, who's like a um, younger black guy. And uh, his series is starting. It's it they The BBC made a deal with Disney. So it's going to go on Disney Plus starting in, I think, March of 24. And so this will be, like, one of the first times that, like, the Doctor Who stuff's put out okay. away from, like, BBC. I mean, it'll be, I think, simulcast or shown on BBC for the people over there, but um, but it's going to also be on, on Disney+. Plus. And uh, anyway, so it's kind of a big deal um, for that franchise to, to get. There's some real money behind it. Like, Disney's putting their Disney money behind it. It's and you they can, have nothing new coming in. And you can tell. The special effects in these specials are way better than special effects on the like, previous Doctor Who specials. And Speaking stuff, of so. Disney and so I'm excited. Lucas and all that, <laughs> I was flipping around and caught Return of the Jedi the other day. Oh. And the, the stupid animated <laughs> singing creatures that they put into Jabba's lair on the special edition yeah. you know it's like why would you why ruin it it's so fucking <sighs> stupid Lucas, and it doesn't even fit in it doesn't yeah. mesh well Lucas really fucked with that original trilogy and he should have let it go yeah um like putting young Anakin in at the end no yeah leave the old man in there cause that's well, how he died that is how he died so yeah so like does that mean that like Obi-Wan should have been uh Ewan you know, McGregor. Ewan McGregor and not not, you know, uh Sir Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. But yet he was still old. So what's up with that? Yeah. I know. It was Well, and didn't they add in a scene with Jabba the Hutt in the Star Wars New Hope? Yes. In the but in the thing. That was originally done. Yeah. But Jabba wasn't the the monster. It okay. was just 
the huts were like just big burly dudes. Oh, okay. Uh, so they just CGI'd the you know the, the mutt. mutt over the guy. Oh, okay. But All right. that scene was actually filmed. They just didn't have the ability to do what he wanted to do with it. So that one I understood a little. Okay. But the Return of the Jedi where, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah, those two singing. They tried real hard to make you know Hayden Christensen a thing. Yeah. And it just uh, it didn't make it a thing. No, he came off as a whiny bitch. <laughs> in all the prequels. I dude, you're. I was. I'm not the biggest star. So you can sit there and call me a nerd for Doctor Who all you want, but. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I've seen all the movies one, at least once, um, but I haven't seen any of the TV shows. Like, mm. I haven't watched Mandalorian or, like, any of the TV shows. I watched, shows. like, four or five episodes of Mandalorian. That was it. Yeah. Just couldn't hold me. Yeah, I and, just, I'm uh, not a big Star Wars guy. You know, it's just, the best movie after the tri- the original trilogies Rogue One was Rogue One. Rogue One's the best Star Wars movie out there. Period. I don't care what anyone says. I still put. I go Empire, Rogue One, New Hope, Empire. Yeah, I I think. Or uh, Jedi. I think Rogue One is a as a, a packaged all together movie. I think Rogue One is probably the because Empire leaves on uh, ends on such a cliffhanger, you know. That's why I'm like ah, Rogue One's just it's so good, you know. Um, I don't know. I dug it. I did. I did really dig Rogue One. Yeah. Um, what else have I watched lately? I've been watching the Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, we were talking about that at lunch, dude. I love the Twilight Zone, and this, this time is the of weekend, year, this is the weekend for a lot of uh marathons. Marathons. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of that and a lot of Yellowstone. Even though I've seen every episode a million times, I would say you always were watching Yellowstone. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah. There was this show on at the cigar box called Riley Ace of Spies. I kept watching that kind of over your shoulder because it was in the back room, and like it's this old BBC show, and it's about like this guy Riley. He's a spy, and I get the guy, the old guy in the lounge was telling me that uh, I guess that's what. James Bond was based on. I'd never heard of it, but, yeah. you know, I thought I saw an old Hitler, and I know I watched a line of women get mowed down in a uh, uh, machine, gun, machine line. gun line, you know, so, I mean, there was something interesting going on, but yeah. I don't know what, but they were talking about Lenin and all kinds of shit, I mean, so, I don't know, I guess it's supposed to be historical, like, whatever, but, uh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of football, too. Oh yeah, yeah. College and pro. all all the bowl games. M I Z. Mizzou. I L L I. Or no, it's like I I L L I N I. That was it. Yeah, I N I. I'm not even an Illini guy either. I'm, I was going to say, you're not an Illini I'm guy. I'm SIU. Yeah, so it's like, it doesn't really matter. My Illini story, I was out in Vegas. And when was this? This was my bachelor party. Yes, it was my bachelor party. I was out in Vegas, and I was at Wild Bill's Gaming Parlor. It's it's It used to be on the corner of the intersection with the Bellagio, Caesars, Bally's, and then Wild Bill's was on the corner. 
and it was a cheap casino. It was great because like they had five dollar table games. I mean, it was it was you. It was just a nice small cheap casino. Well, they had a place in the back, like a restaurant in the back, and it was late. And my friends and I, we wanted to go and have food. Yeah. Well, there was a wait for tables, so we put our name on the table, or wait. And then uh, my friend Chris and I ended up at a craps table. And it's the two of us, and it's these four just good-looking women. And they're rolling the dice, and they're hitting the point, and they are just they're drunk, and they're just screaming out like, I-L-L. And so then two of the others would go, I and I. And Chris and I kind of quickly realized, we're like, oh, these are Illini girls. And so when we'd hit the point, we're like, S-I-U, S-I, and whatever. And they're like, are you S-I-U? And next thing you know, like, we're all bonding over being from Illinois. I know, it's goofy. Dude, (laughs) this is one of those things where it's like, if it weren't for the fact that I'm out there for my bachelor party, and if if life would have gone in different ways, that could have been a really great night, but it didn't. And then they called my table, and we selfish, you know, foolishly left that table to go and have food. food. And uh, just the whole thing just kind of fell apart. But but yeah, that that's my Illini story. It's not that good. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Well, we can move on from that. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. Um, so what do you got? Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to go back to Christmas. Okay. I smoked a uh, leaf by Oscar Maduro Toro mm. that I hadn't smoked in a long time. I like the A lot of shops around here don't have it, so I don't yeah. really get it a lot. Have you had the 10th anniversary? No. Ironically enough, I'm pretty sure that's a Sumatra. But um, I think I could be wrong. Criollo. Might be Criollo. I don't remember. Good. It's very good. Um, I had one actually at home still uh, that I was going to do with you on the show. So I have one that I had bought and designated for you. So um, anyway. Um Let's see. I'm <laughs> trying to think, think of what it. the second stick was I smoked. I think it was uh, La Roma de Cuba. Okay. Um, one of the it looked like a Churchill size. Uh, I like a nice Churchill once in a while, especially when I'm driving and I know I'm going to be driving for a while. It's kind of nice to have that longer cigar. Well, that the you reason don't have I grabbed it was the price point on it there where we were was very low. I thought. Mm. And I was like, this is going to be a nice, you know, long-lasting stick to get us what I thought would be the rest of the night. Yeah. Hindsight, I should have grabbed a third stick. <laughs> but, uh, oh, at the box? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we had people rolling in, too. I, right. We yeah. may not have been there nearly as late as we were. Because we were kind of right there. You know, I was done. You were like, I don't know if I want to light it. I was one. done, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then people started rolling in, and, and we decided, and like, we just started talking. And screw it. So then I had yeah. that third one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So speaking of third one, what's your third one? Uh. Dan had just gotten uh, a restock, and I smoked a uh, Perdomo Ten Year uh, Sun Grown. Oh, I just bought one of those for myself for later, actually. <coughs> in the Churchill size. 
Well, I didn't. I said Toro. You know what I mean? Epicure. Yeah, Epicure. Yeah. Perdomo's got to be different. I know. You know, and I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, but it was really good. It's fine. No, I like that cigar a lot. That's a. It's a the red banded one. Yeah. It's super good. I haven't had a thirtieth yet. I need no. to. One of these days when I have two nickels to rub together, I need to uh, go ahead and order a couple of them um, from two guys to go along with my show pack whenever, because I get free shipping on, you know, you tell them in the notes, like, send it with my show pack, so then they just hold it and do that, and you get free shipping. So I need need to do that. How's that going, by the way? It's been fun. Um, I actually just got mine yesterday for January. And uh, so it's got, you know, review number seven in it. And um, I don't know. It's been nice. I Some months I'm really, really behind and, and I get it to them like on the on the last, last day. possible day. And then December, I got it done really. So I did two of them like almost back to back. So like I did November and I was really late. But then December, I was really, really early. Right. So I was like, I was all proud of myself. I'm like sent this in early i even included my email like oh my gosh you know i got this done nice and early and blah 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 and then right after christmas i get the the little reminder note like you know hey i know it's the holidays but remember to send in your thing and i'm like the hell i'm like why am i getting this i shouldn't be getting this and whatever so i sent it in again and you know uh whatever but yeah here i thought i was being all timely and good and i still end up sending it in at the end of the month but such is life. Yeah. Um, to my first one, I smoked a uh, Yagua. Um, uh, what night was that? I was out in the Monday. tent. Oh, you smoked one again uh, Monday. I've had a few of them. Yeah, I would say I did have one Monday at the box, and then I had one out in the tent that um, uh, Ken Claret had sent me. He sent me a very nice little little Christmas gift of. Uh, of a Yagua and uh, two Americans. Mm. So he must have been hanging out over in Tampa because the Americans that he sent me were the Toro size. And I know that those, unless they've released them somewhere else, last I knew the Toro size of that cigar you could only get at the factory. So yeah. I assume that Ken probably popped over to Tampa at some point and got me those. Um, and then... Uh, my second one, I'm trying to remember. I had um, I had a Perdomo uh, 10th anniversary champagne at the box. That's right, yeah. Uh, in the Epicure size, and you know I haven't had that, that. I had one of those from the Cigar Authority show pack, and um, that was uh, the first time I'd had that cigar in quite some time. And dude, that used to be my favorite cigar. I mean, like, way back when. Yeah. And I smoked the shit out of that cigar. And so uh, when I had it recently, I was like, wow, it's been a minute since I've had this. And it was really nice. So that's why, you know, Monday I decided to have another (laughs) one. And then um, what else have I had lately that blew my socks off? Um you know, I'll probably just go ahead and default and say I had another uh, West Tampa Tobacco Red after I, you know, did the episode with Ricky. I had another one recently, and uh, it's a it, dude. It's a really good cigar. I I will admit, I had my first one um, after Pulpit Fest, mm-hmm. 
and it was a Robusto, and I don't know if like I just smoked myself to death that weekend, and I just well, wasn't you were ready. sick too, and I was sick and everything, but like I didn't, it didn't hit me as much as I would have hoped it would, and uh, smoking it again with Ricky on the episode, it really. Uh, it really hit differently and hit better. And so then smoking it again, just casually watching TV out in the tent. Um, it, it, dude, it's, it's a great cigar. I really enjoy it. So, um, I'm glad I, I got a few of them when I went and picked that one and up that's for the, the thing. show. You've got to give a couple a try before yeah. you, uh, and it's not that I didn't like it after pulp. It's just that I liked the black better and it just didn't hit quite the same. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, it, it's hitting better now. So, yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, that's about three months of sitting, too. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, you may have gotten a really fresh stick. You never know. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been smoking lately. All right. Well, let's do this now. This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. And while you're over there, guys, make sure you check out the fucking good coffee. Um, he's got all kinds of nice blends going on, and you can, uh, you know, get some fucking good coffee in your life. Don't be a fucker. Drink fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm probably hitting the final third of this inch here. Um, I don't know if it, the It has not gotten stronger. I don't think it's really picked up. No, it's still... It's a, still really good. Yeah, really good, smooth. I'd say medium, medium plus. Burn line on it is super straight, though, man. Right. I mean, it definitely just kind of corrected itself and just kind of kept going. Once I got it good and lit, boom. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's been a super solid, well-constructed cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, any sort of a... Uh, <laughs> I'm a little more, I was, I was... I, I, I steeled myself for that one. Uh, I did another retrohale, and I kind of prepared myself for that one a little bit more. Oh, it's lingering in the nostrils, though. Um, lingers. It lingers. But uh, it definitely is. A, it, it's got some, some oomph to it yeah. in that regard. But otherwise, it's just a super solid, good, I'd say medium smoke. I'm digging it. Yeah. So I'd rebuy it. Yeah, totally. Um, so in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, available on Facebook with the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Uh, guys, get in on that; it's a lot of fun. You can catch me there. Yeah, I'd say you—that's where you're at. Yeah. And then um, uh, Twitter slash X. I don't really do much. However, I do want it noted. I don't know if you've seen um, hashtag Cigar has been trending on Twitter. Really? Or X. X, really? Yeah. Um, Gervais has pointed out to me, it was two nights in a row 
that it was like third on the trending list and everything. And the only thing we can figure is maybe there's a lot of like top cigar lists that are coming out lately or something like that. And I don't know. I can't. People sharing what they're smoking with their family over the holidays maybe. But I think it also goes to show that before it's all said and done, you know, X or Twitter could very well be the uh, um, (coughs) new platform for cigar stuff. Yeah. to be shared, um, you know, get that, that kind of free speech thing going on. <coughs> Sorry. Still in the nostrils. It is in the nostrils. Um, anyway, and then I'm on YouTube where you can watch this, and uh, I'm still working on Ask the Boys. I'm, I'm still working on getting that figured out. I do have, like, three calls that are on the hotline that are just kind of sitting there that I'm going to end up doing shows for, one of which I know really – Cindy's over here throwing orange peel at me. Um, I know that uh, there was a gentleman that called into the hotline who was looking for some uh, comic book suggestions for his 10-year-old for Christmas gifts. And so I kind of shanked the timing on that. But um, (laughs) I have talked with a few people about the prospect of doing a show. So at some point, we're going to get all sorts of nerdy all up in here. Okay. And, uh, you know, give some good suggestions for, for you know, some comic books for a, for a 10-year-old that's looking to get into it. Um, I think I think we can pull that off. But anyway, so I apologize for shanking the timeline on that, man. I, I like you I know, said, it's just... You know, just while we're at it, one might be uh, they're starting the relaunch of the new G.I. Joes. Yeah, you were talking Energon about that the other universe. day. Yeah. So this would be a... A jumping off point uh, for someone wanting to get someone into it brand new, not having to catch up or anything. So I think the first one coming out this week is a six-issue Cobra Commander as he's starting to form Cobra. See, now that's cool. And then they're going to go, I think, to Duke or something like that. And And this is a a new universe where G.I. Joe, Energon, and the Transformers all exist in the same universe. See? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be too bloody or, you know, adult themes. I wouldn't think so. Because I don't think the G.I. Joe comics ever really went that far. And well, the, uh, and you know, you know full well Hasbro or whatever has to give the final stamp of approval on right. everything. So, so that not, might be a good one. They're not going to allow a whole bunch of, like, you know, super X-rated stuff with the Baroness right. and Destro. <laughs> Polish my dome, baby. I mean, you could find that online if you want, but you're not going to find it in the comic. But anyway, um, yes, so that's that's where we're at with socials. Um, otherwise, um, I've kind of been uh, taking some time this week to uh, start building out a calendar, get some guests invited. You know, I saw you of posted uh, Pulpit Fest dates. Yes, yes, official Pulpit Fest dates of uh, September 20th through the 22nd. Um, that, that has been announced and, and posted. So, you know, for those that are, uh, looking to, uh, uh, secure childcare and travel plans and things of that nature, um, you know, we're looking at that, uh, for that third weekend of September. However, um, I don't quite know exactly what form Pulpit Fest is going to take this year. So in terms of hotels, it's kind of hard for me to tell you exactly where to stay last year. You know, South County area was a good place to look because it was kind of equidistant from a lot of spots this year. I have an idea, but I just don't know the logistics of it. I need to talk to a few people about the uh, the space and kind of if they're going to be cool with cigar smoking. So, um, 
it's an outdoor thing, but it's like at a park and things of that nature. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that goes, but uh, right. we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, I'm working on a few things. So, anyway, more details to come there, but I wanted to at least put out the dates so that people could start planning. Definitely. So, anyway, otherwise, um, I don't really have a whole lot else. Do you? No, that's pretty much I had to get started with the new year. Okay, yeah. We're kind of taking it easy this week. So, um, Final thoughts on the EP Creo Inch? I dig it. I dig it. Great mild stick. Um, nice affordable price point. Nice affordable price point. Good smoke. Yep. And, you know, just something you've probably not tried much. It's one of those things. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that maybe if you're in the humidor, you know, you see the, the, the pledge and the allegiance and the encore and all those, like, you know, pretty options for me, PC. But maybe it might be on the shelf below those. And it's, you know, just kind of hanging out with, like, the core line kind of stuff. And, and neither of us are good. really 60 ring gauge smokers. But this no. is still an enjoyable stick. But I'll say, even as a 60, it doesn't, like, I don't know. Sometimes a 60 is, like, kind of a lot in terms of mouthfeel. This right. one, it doesn't quite feel like a 60, you know. I mean, it's big. Don't get me wrong. Right. That's what she it said. is a 60. But but you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I'm Give it a try. It. I'm not saying you're going to go from this to 70s and 80s, but, you know, I think you'll enjoy this. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I'm not. And it wasn't like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> this is probably topping out for me. You know, only five and seven eighths. It wasn't, you know, extremely, you know, a big stick. It's just right where a 60 should be, I think, lengthwise. I feel like there's a whole lot of that's what she says in this, but I just. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to let him go. So, anyway, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. why that feels longer it's because the old music uh i would start doing the i would start it and i would start talking but yeah anyway later guys